All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Hello, my name is Bubba Proctor. My name is Amari Hicks. My name is Chloe Gross. And I'm Audrey Mortar. So this podcast is all about the book, Mrs. Dalloway. We're going to discuss some of the themes and important parts of the book. So first, we're going to discuss how the World War affected some of the characters in Mrs. Dalloway. Um, yes, Septimus, who is a veteran of World War I, is greatly affected by the experience he had while serving. On page 14 of the book, he contemplates suicide, saying, I will kill myself. I agree. It also really affected his wife, Ritzia, because she had to deal with how crazy he was going and all his suicidal remarks and like his depression, and it really changed their relationship, yet she stuck with him because she loved him, but I think it really did affect her. And to add on, I think that the war really showed how London was changed forever. For example, because of the airplane that turned and raced and swooped exactly where it liked swiftly, freely, like a skater on page 39, the airplanes in the London's new technology um, showed us how violence can also be used with that um i have a question for amari how does the war affect septimus's marriage so to go back to what i was saying um it really affected ritzia because she had to deal with like how insane he was going but i think it ultimately affected septimus as well because he was the one feeling all the emotions and the depressing thoughts and on page 140 of mrs dalloway the book talks about how she tells some Septimus that she's unhappy, and I think that really goes to show like how, yet she felt unhappy, she really stuck with him, so I think that really affected the bond of the relationship. I also have a question for Audrey. Um, do you think that Virginia Woolf was relating to how she felt after the war in the emotions of her characters in Mrs. Dalloway? I do think she was relating it to how she felt about the war because it was written around similar time periods that she was experiencing and on page seven it talks about how the war just got over and how the city of london were on their toes like when the airplane struck and the car happened because it, they were worried it was something about the war like of after effect but it was just a simple advertisement and it also affected virginia Woolf because she was probably feeling the same way on her toes about the war too so she showed it through her characters so I have a question. Did Virginia Woolf include war and trauma because of how she was struggling with it in her real life? Um, I will answer that question. Yes, uh, it's greatly detailed in the book that uh, all of the characters have much trouble after the war uh, getting back to their normal lives. Like Audrey said on page seven, even though the war had just ended in real life, it did show the author herself, Virginia Woolf, was struggling with her own emotions. And from our learning, we've seen that she herself dealt with mental instability in the aftermath of the war. And I would also like to add on to that, um, reading her background information, we like we got to see how her family was affected, like. How her, she had a few fam- family members that died, and I feel like that really is when she began. To, she got depressed, and she would start to write about it. So I think what, this book was 
really showing how her real feelings were in real life. And then I also have a question. <laughs> how did Pliss's views change because of the war? So on 242, Virginia Woolf talked about how Clarissa was going through her own um, form of like depression because of the war. And I think this changed her views on how she views people and the beauty of life. Like, even though she talks about how beautiful the world is all the time, I think that, like, deep down, she knows how dangerous and scary it can be. So, to conclude, this is how the effects of World War One are shown throughout Mrs. Dalloway through different characters, such as Septimus, Clarissa, and Redzia. I'm Audrey Mortar. I'm Chloe Gross. And I'm Omar Hicks, signing off on this podcast. I'm Audrey Mortar. I am Bubba Proctor. My name is Amari Hicks. My name is Chloe Gross. Okay, on this episode of our podcast, we are going to talk about how the complex love triangle exists in Miss Dalloway. Throughout the book, we see uh, Virginia Woolf illustrate Clarissa Dalloway's love triangle between Sally Seaton and Peter Walsh. Page 60 illustrates Peter Walsh's breakup from Clarissa very well. In it that it says, Clarissa, he cried, Clarissa, but she never came back. It was over. He went away that night and he never saw her again. This really illustrates how broken that Peter was about their breakup. And ultimately it helped him to realize um, how materialistic Clarissa was for rejecting him uh, due to her need for a higher social status and it helped him grow as a person from it. Okay, to add on to that, I'll also be talking about the love triangle between Richard, Peter, and Clarissa. And I'd like to share a quote on page 390, and it said, what fills me with extraordinary excitement is Clarissa, he said. And that quote is from Peter, which expresses that he still had deep feelings for Clarissa, but she chose Richard because he had the, the easier option, more say, because he was a successful politician, so she ended up choosing him, even though she really had deeper feelings for Peter. And to add on to that, Peter said on page 242 that he had not found life simple. His relations with Clarissa had not been simple. It had spoiled his life. And this is basically saying how Clarissa has influenced his life and made him where he is now because he always thought of himself as a failure because she wouldn't marry him. So that was a good topic and I'm also going to talk about Sally Seton who was a part of a different love triangle. She was the girl that Clarissa liked and it states on page 63 her relation in the old days with Sally Seton. I think Sally Seaton played a really big part in Clarissa's life because when she kissed Sally, she said she never felt anything like that. She never felt more alive. So I feel like that makes it really complex in the book and adds a touch of modernism. So I have a question. Why do you think it was hard for Richard to open up to Clarissa about his feelings? I'll answer that one because I feel like Richard is more conservative and has stronger views. So I feel like they butt heads on certain topics and 
that they might not share the connection that Clarissa and Peter had. On page 18, it talks about how people, she states that people like Richard only do things for themselves. And I feel like that's a reason why Richard, it's harder for him to open up to Clarissa. And I also have a question. Did Clarissa Dalloway only marry Richard for the stable life? So I can answer this question. So I think that the love triangle between Clarissa, Richard, and Peter simply show how society can influence your decisions on who you marry and the status that you want in society. And Clarissa wanted to be in a higher social status. That is why she married Richard. And I don't think that she... I think that if she didn't care, I think she would have married Peter. But also because of Clarissa was not very educated and she did not go to schooling and she didn't to become like a successful person during that time as a woman was very difficult. So I think that she just wanted to marry Richard for her own benefit, which is kind of selfish. I have a question for Audrey. Um, Do you think that Virginia Woolf was showing modernism in the fact that Clarissa liked Sally, who was a girl, even though that wasn't popular back then being homosexuality? I think it was showing modernism because it was really not accepted for women to like women during this time. So Clarissa often felt like she had to hide these feelings to herself and she was keeping a deep secret, which led to mental illness issues too. And... On page 63, it says, but all evening she couldn't take her eyes off Sally, and that's because she felt deep feelings towards Sally, but feel like she she could not take that option no matter what because it was not accepted back then, so she chose Richard because it was kind of the easy way out in a way. And I have a question too, and it is, how does Virginia Woolf show freedom of love but social status overpowering it? Um... She shows freedom of love through uh, Clarissa's relationship with Sally and in the quickness of Clarissa Dalloway to leave her partners in her life for a better social status. And that she left Sally for Peter because she knew that the taboo and unorthodox lifestyle of homosexuality would not give her a good social status in her time period. And she left Peter for Richard because of Richard's social status being a man of the conservative party. Also, Sally's social status as a feminist probably drove her away from Clarissa's materialistic views and lifestyle. Um, On page 65, it says that, for in those days, she was completely reckless. She did the most idiotic things out of bravado, bravado. She bicycled around on the parapet on the terrace and smoked cigars. This shows that uh, Sally had a very rebellious attitude towards her society when they were younger. Also on page 65, it says that uh, Clarissa and Sally always spoke of marriage as a catastrophe, knowing that they couldn't ever become married because of their homosexuality. This concludes our talk about the complex love triangles and the overall love life of Mrs. Dalloway by Virginia Woolf. I'm Chloe Gross. I'm Bubba Proctor. I'm Amari Hicks. I'm Audrey Mortar, and that's our podcast.
give us some flavor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My name is Chloe Gross. I'm Audrey Mortar. I'm Bubba Proctor. I'm Mar Hicks. And for our final episode, we're going to talk about to what degree does Virginia Woolf well publicize the mental health issue and how she bleeds it into the narrative of Mrs. Dalloway. So I'll talk first. I'm going to be talking about Mrs. Kilman and how Mrs. Kilman kind of has attachment issues. So on page 263, it says, Miss Kilman could not let her go. I think that this relates to Virginia Woolf because as a kid, Virginia Woolf had like her own family members die, people for family. So I think that this can relate to how she like doesn't want to let go of them and she feels like attachment issues because at any moment, anything could be gone. So I think that mental issue kind of played a big part in the book. Virginia Woolf also illustrates the mental instability of Septimus um, in the climactic scene of his suicide. This happened when his old doctor, who caused him great distress, Holmes, showed up to him and his wife's house as they were about to leave. And his wife, uh, Rezia, knew that Holmes' presence would trigger more PTSD in Septimus, and she did all she could, but ultimately it ended in Septimus' suicide. Uh, A good quote from this climax of the book is on page 139, and Septimus said, he did not want to die. Life was good. And all of these thoughts were going through his head. He was contemplating ways to kill himself, and ultimately he threw himself from their window. This illustrates um, how his mental instability got the best of him and resulted in his death. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Clarissa's depression and how she likes to bottle it up and she always keeps it to herself. So on page 155, it says she thought there were no gods, no one to blame, and she evolved this atheist religion of doing good for the sake of goodness. So... From the appearance of Clarissa, she likes to enjoy life and have fun, but she struggles with these deep-down depression feelings because she feels like she can't open up to anyone about it. And this is because of certain events that happen in her life, such as the love triangle and the death of Septimus. And she's often overthinking everything and builds up these feelings and keeps them to herself. So, Wolf also publicizes mental health issues and how it affects the other characters, such as um, Septimus' wife, Retzia, and she had said on page 36, she had grown so thin, it was she who suffered, but she had no need to tell. And Septimus's mental health issues had a great effect on her, and I think this was because that she couldn't do anything to help her husband. And then she was left with nothing but her own pain that she could only feel for herself and for also Septimus as well. And she was only relying on her faith and her past memories of Septimus. Only the good times that they went through to keep her going. And kept telling herself that. Another example is that Septimus kept saying that he was going to kill himself. And Rezio, he was not Septimus now, which is on page 36, when he when he kept saying these things. And I think she is slowly trying to realize that Septimus is losing touch with the reality 
And so for questions now, I have a question for Audrey. Audrey, how do you think Reza was affected by Septimus's suicide? I think she was affected by Septimus's suicide because it took a toll on her, but it wasn't completely unexpected because like you said, she has not, he, uh, Septimus has not been acting like himself recently and she doesn't quite feel the love they used to feel anymore. So in a way, it was kind of freeing for her because she didn't have to worry about him anymore and taking care of him. But of course it was sad because she lost the love of her life. So I have a question for Amari. Amari, why do you think that Virginia Woolf included mental illness in her characters? And then I also have a question for Bubba. So I think that Virginia Woolf included this, like mental health issues in her characters because she suffered from them herself. And I feel like she, because she experienced it personally, she knows like how to put it into her characters and like how each of them should feel. As well as it could be a cry to, out to help that she had like all this bottled up emotions and she was letting it out into her book, like using trauma and depressing thoughts and things like that. Um, I personally think that... Do you think Septimus's condition was handled properly by his doctors? How does this relate to Virginia Woolf bottling up her emotions? Septimus's doctors horribly uh, handled his conditions. Um, on page 91, we see Dr. Bradshaw tell uh, Septimus, we all have our, po- our moments of depression. This was completely inconsiderate of what Septimus was feeling at that time because Dr. Bradshaw had no idea what Septimus had seen at war and what was going on inside his head. So for him to say that was just very, uh, it made him seem like he lacked the compassion to understand all the things that were going on in Septimus's head. He was comparing them to the feelings of other people, and it was just really, in my opinion, disrespectful to uh, a veteran that had served for his country. Uh, The effect that the war was having on him and the effect that this could relate to Virginia Woolf bottling up her own emotions because uh, Septimus knew that his episodes and everything that was happening to him was also um, affecting Reza, which is ultimately uh, why he made the decision to kill himself because he just couldn't take his episodes was having on the people around him, like his loving wife anymore. Okay, I have a question for Chloe. And the question is, when Clarissa throws parties, does she do this to make herself feel happy? And that could be a connection to how, for most of Virginia Woolf's life, she struggled with her own mental illness and a lot of times kept it to herself until it ended in her own suicide. So I think that Clarissa throws these parties so that she doesn't feel alone and she can be a certain person and have image from other people that and I think that she does it to get recognition from herself. I'm Amari Hicks. Okay, so that concludes our important thoughts about how mental illness bleeds through the narrative coming from Virginia Woolf. I'm Chloe Gross. I'm Audrey Mortar. In her world and And I am Bubba Proctor. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and we hope you have enjoyed. Thank you. <laughs>